Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. And we would like to welcome you to today's episode. We are already on show number 10, which is super exciting. And before we get started, I would like to give a special shout out to Betsy D for her review on Apple iTunes. She said, thanks Vanessa and Chris for giving such exciting and detailed information on Disney. As a Florida resident and annual pass holder, I know Disney pretty well, but I love to hear about things the other people experience in Disney. Lisa Reese was a great interview, and she's an amazing travel agent, too. I love just handing her my reservation and letting her worry about discounts and deals. Keep up the good stuff. And an exciting thing that I learned is Betsy is another fellow Disney bride, and so we are super excited to have other Disney couples part of our listening family, as well as, of course, any other Disney fan or enthusiast. We're so grateful to have you as listeners. And as a reminder, as one of our listeners, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We like to give shout-outs to those who are able to leave us a review on a future episode of the Dislove Podcast. And of course, we also would like to greatly thank all of you who've left us a five-star customer rating. We greatly appreciate those as well. All of those reviews and ratings help other Disney fans find us in iTunes, so we greatly appreciate that. And now, on with the show. So today we're going to be discussing the top photo spots for you on your next trip, including those Instagram-worthy walls and other photo spots at Walt Disney World. And I don't know about you, Chris, but we take a lot of photos when we go to Disney. We sure do. So that is something that is right up our alley. And then later on in today's show, we'll be joined by Samantha from the Endearing Boutique, who can help you get decked out in awesome shirts that will get you ready for your next photo op. So let's get started with some of the places that you can get some of those best shots for Instagram or your family scrapbook while sporting gear from Endearing Boutique. So first off, I want to start talking about just photo traditions. And families tend to have a spot that they pick out, whether it be on their first trip or an annual visit, spots that they like to have with family photos that they can look at over the years and see where they're, as their families have aged and kids have grown up, etc. Um, for us, there are certain spots that we tend to take pictures. And I don't know if Chris has really paid attention, but do you know, where's one place that we always get a photo? Besides... I think the obvious one, like the castle. Where's someone that where that I always make sure we get a photo? Everest. Nope. Everest. A little bit more personal significance than Everest. Oh, uh, the American Adventure. Yes, yeah. I always make sure that we get a photo in the rotunda because that's, of course, where we got married. So whether or not we have to sneak past the ropes and have a cast member do it if it's in between shows, always try to go in there. Even when I was on a recent trip with a friend and Chris wasn't there, I took a selfie in the rotunda and sent it to him too because that's kind of one of our photo traditions. Now, there are, of course, those obvious icons, which I think most of us would agree, the castle, Spaceship Earth, Tree of Life. Um, now at Hollywood Studios, it, of course, is... Chinese theater. It used to be some individuals would always get pictures in front of Sorcerer's Hat. Um, so those icons are kind of those obvious places. For my family, we had a spot that um, for many years we used to travel to Walt Disney World over Mother's Day weekend. And something this predates the photo pass photographers, but 
they used to have on Mother's Day, they would do family portraits at different countries around the world showcase. And my family every year for many years would get on Mother's Day a photo in Canada. They would open up the one part of the garden and you would get photos. And a nice thing is that Chris and I got some really beautiful photos in that area for our vow renewal as well. So when we look at some of those icons or those special occasions, spots that are important to you, it's always important to figure out what's going to be something that you want to return to year after year, or sometimes even starting new traditions. Sometimes it's coming back and looking for those unusual spots. So for instance, when we are at Magic Kingdom, there are some really cool spots that are off to the sides that you can get some photos. For instance, when we, after our wedding, we had done some, a magic photo, magic kingdom photo shoot and one of the spots that they would take you to is a wishing well which is over on the side it's over on the right hand side as you're facing the castle you can get some really cool angle shots with your family with the wishing well and then with a castle in the background spaceship earth rather than getting it as you enter the park you can get it on the back side with the fountain another thing we tend to do is get some spaceship earth photos further back in world showcase so if you're in the japan pavilion they usually will have a photo pass photographer there you can get a picture with the with the red arch and then have the spaceship earth behind you so there's always some of those different angles that you can get and then of course we always tend to take photos in front of some of the new attractions or favorite attractions like Chris mentioned Everest I think that's something that we always tend to to like to do or when there's new construction or something that's really a new added feature to a park that way it can kind of mark as a timeline in your trips or kind of a icon that is something that may be gone in years down the road so those are some really th important things to think about I don't know Chris is there any place that you particularly like to get a photo Everest. Everest? <laughs> Is that going to be the only thing that you say over and over? Correct. Okay. Well, when you are at um, Animal Kingdom, speaking of Everest, though, there are some great shots as you're going towards the opposite, away from, not when you're coming from the Nemo um, musical, but when you're going towards the other side, they'll typically have some photo pass photographers set up where you have the lagoon where they do the nighttime show with Everest behind you. So you can get some of those nice Everest shots that Chris is mentioning as well. And of course, um, looking for those unusual spots that those photo pass photographers will be, they have some of those magic shots as well. Now we're gonna get into an area that's a little bit unfamiliar territory for Chris. We're gonna talk about some recent trends with Instagram and some of the iconic walls that people take photos with in front of the, of at different parks throughout property. So have you ever heard of a Disney wall? Never. Never? Okay. I mean, I've heard of a wall at Disney, but not a Disney <laughs> okay. wall. So I'm going to go over, there are 10 iconic walls that people use for Instagram shots. Okay. Now, what's ironic is pre-Instagram, we've taken pictures in some of these spots before. So it just happens now it's kind of the hip thing to do. And of course, Instagram is a great way to, you can follow us on Instagram but what's um, our Instagram handle, it's Vanessa? Figmentfan814. But if you search Diz Love with Vanessa and Chris, it'll come up too. Nice. But our handle is Figmentfan814. So if you want to follow us on there, but lurk them photos <laughs> with Instagram, it really, I think, has brought out some new perspectives and new ideas for people. And the other great thing is Disney's catching on and Disney has started to add some things because they realize how important it is to all of the fans out there. So the first one. Chris, I encourage you to look this up. Okay. It's the purple wall. 
The purple wall. So it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a purple wall. Where is it? It is in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom. So the purple Magic wall. Magic Kingdom, okay. Yep, and it's in Tomorrowland. You know where Tomorrowland is, right? Yep. Still okay. drawing a blank. <laughs> okay, so it's the purple wall is to the right of the Tomorrowland entrance as you're entering from like the hub. So over to the right-hand side, there's a painted wall that's purple. It's a nice hue. People really like it. And in fact, Disney realized the trend, and Disney has like repainted it and kind of enhanced it a little bit better. For a people. purple wall. Yes. It's and it's called. If you go look up the hashtag purple. I wall. will not. But uh, okay. I <laughs> hope sure. the next nine are better than this one. <laughs> the next one is at the Carousel of Progress. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, you like the Carousel of Progress show. Um, Disney actually just revamped this wall because, from what I know, is it was not in the best shape. They recently revamped it. It's on the building for the Carousel of Progress show. And the colors on that, it's a green, pink, and blue kind of swirled paint job. Yep. Another one you may, re we, we've visited this one on many occasion. It's the Tangled Wall in Fantasyland, also at Magic Kingdom. So we've been in Magic Kingdom so far. Okay. They're the bathrooms near Peter Pan. As you're leaving, like if you're coming from Haunted Mansion in that, the bathroom's over in the left-hand side. I remember those yeah. distinctly. <laughs> so, I love going to the bathroom. <laughs> the Tangled Wall in Fantasyland is um, that years ago, before it was the Tangled Bathrooms, it was one of the um, stations for the Skyway. I don't know what the Skyway cabs. I don't know exactly what those were called. Okay. But from many years ago, um, that station then got turned into the Tangled Wall or Tangled Bathrooms. And with that, Disney has a mural and it's about the movie Tangled. And that is kind of a big deal for people in the Instagram world. Another thing is that's kind of the place for those iconic lantern magic shots that people like to have as well. Um, those, of course, are done by the PhotoPass photographers. I think it's a really cool spot. It does make great pictures, but in the back of my mind, I still think about it as the bathroom, so I've had trouble getting past that. So I don't use that one as much. I love people's beautiful photos there, but in the mind, back of my mind, I just always think about the bathroom. And like Chris said, we spend time going there to go to the bathroom because it's in a convenient spot. Wait. They want you to take photos in the bathroom? No, it's on the outside. Oh, all right. I was going to say, like, that's against the law in a lot no, of places. No. That is it's, sick. No, it's the outside oh, of the building. Is okay. Okay. Now, those are the, the three walls at Magic Kingdom. We're now going to move over to Epcot. And what's funny is I had walked by this wall so many times, and until a recent trip where I had been following this, I myself have gotten a picture in front of this wall. It's the bubble gum wall. This is at Epcot, and it is when you are exiting Spaceship Earth. It's just outside, and it has pink, blue, and fuchsia kind of tones and kind of meshed together. This is right outside the entrance of Spaceship Earth, and people say that it resembles a wad of bubble gum that's been smashed, almost like um, some of those big wads of gum that you might have had as a kid. They had different colors swirled throughout. Um, so that's the bubble gum wall. Um, the other wall that is right next to it is the blueberry wall. It's very, it's right outside Spaceship Earth as well. It's two steps away from this bubble gum wall. Um, Disney has revamped and repainted these in recent months as well to be able to make them Instagram worthy, I guess you would say. Um, so one of the things I personally found though with both the bubblegum wall and the iconic 
blueberry wall depending on the time of day it's very difficult like I took photos there in October and it was very bright so depending on the time of the day um, it can be difficult to get a great shot so you want to be mindful of that because bright by spaceship earth the way the sun hits it can be difficult so I'm showing Chris a picture right now of me in front of the bubblegum wall by spaceship earth so bubblegum wall blueberry wall the next wall in Epcot is the toothpaste wall and who comes up with these names I have no clue but the toothpaste wall is over by the seas with Nemo and friends and it's exactly what it sounds like it looks like it's white and green and blue it almost looks like aqua fresh kind of toothpaste that's what it reminds me of so this colorful wall is of course reminiscent of toothpaste but it's right outside Nemo and friends we've walked by this many times in fact I'm thinking I need to go back and look but we had our wedding reception at the Living Seas and I'm pretty sure we got some photos out in front of the building we probably inadvertently got photos in front of the toothpaste wall without yeah. before it was a thing so the toothpaste wall, yeah we were with the outside the seas with Nemo and friends and then we're gonna move over to Animal Kingdom there are a couple of walls over there as well. Um, the first is in the Africa section. It's near the Harambe Marketplace. And there's a wall that has the sign, or it has written on it, you are the most beautiful wall. And, of course, it has some of these different, these um, signs. And people will, um, it's right near a cast members only entrance. Um, the You Are the Most Beautiful wall is a big hashtag that people like to use a lot. Um, again, it's right near Harambe Marketplace. Another one that's near there, and what's funny is I didn't even know this was a wall when we were there in March, but I got photos of people in front of it. There's a wall that has a bunch of different quotes, and there's a painting of Mickey Mouse, and it's kind of a unique-looking wall, um, and we've gotten pictures there, and we didn't know it was a thing, but it is. And the next one inside Animal Kingdom is inside Pandora, and it's the Moss Wall. It's opposite of Setuli Canteen. It has exactly what it sounds like. It has moss all over the wall. And it has a little bit of color mixed in. It's not all green. It has a little bit of purple and blue. So the Moss Wall, moss wall is also at Animal Kingdom and Avatar. And last but not least, there is a Popsicle Wall in Toy Story Land. Now Chris has not been to Toy Story Land yet. Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios. There is a wall that looks like a bunch of popsicle sticks. There's the wooden color and then there's some that look like a popsicle has melted on them where you know they get slightly stained with the with the color of the popsicle. So that is the that rounds out the last walls. So on our next and future trips I'm going to get Chris to come, and we're going to go get some pictures in front of these walls. That's a negatory. Oh, we get pictures. So. I, I do not consent to being <laughs> on anything that Instagram is cool on Instagram, because I'm not cool. <laughs> well, maybe I can be cool, and you can take the photo for me. I agree. I'll, okay. I, I consent. You'll agree to that. Now, again, like I mentioned, he's already had photos in front of these walls before he knew it was a thing. So those, again, if you're looking for some of those iconic Instagram shots 
or again just kind of finding some nice backdrops for your own photos it's nice to have those and disney's getting in on these trends if you go out to disneyland there's a whole slew of other walls that people use as well so i'd like to um, really thank and give a shout out to elite daily and best of orlando for compiling these lists they have great examples and the big thing is make sure when you're sharing these on social media whether it be your family photo that you pick a spot or some of these Instagram walls, use the hashtags that go along with these. People will find your photos. It allows you to look for and connect with different photos. So for example, most of these are pretty straightforward hashtags, but remember to use hashtags like hashtag Disney wall, Disney Graham, Insta Disney, WDW. So when you're using these um, photos and posting them on social media, it's always helpful to add in those hashtags so you can um, look for other similar photos and just kind of come up with some ideas and share with the Disney community as a whole. So now that you have your hot photo locations planned out, it's time for you to get some cool shirts to wear on your next trip. And speaking of cool shirts and looking for the right one that's going to reflect your style. Got to look good when you're at Disney World and being all these photos because again, when you post them to Facebook, you post them to Instagram, maybe even print them out. You want to look good. <laughs> yeah, printing them out. Exactly. And I like to scrapbook a lot of our photos that we've had at Disney over the years. So the best person to call is going to be Samantha from Endearing Boutique. She has shirts for the Disney Park. She has Pixar specific shirts and she even has some for character not at Disney but she has some great Harry Potter shirts as well I like Harry Potter stuff also um so we're gonna get Samantha on the phone and hear a little bit about her business we are excited to hear from her we would like to welcome our guest Samantha Rogers with Endearing Boutique she has a sh store that offers a wide array of Disney parks Pixar and Harry Potter shirts she always has new things coming out I know I've enjoyed looking at as she has seasonal things come out and different things so we're really excited to have Samantha here with us today so we'd like to welcome Samantha to the show hi thank you Thank you so much for joining us. I know Chris and I were just looking again at some of your shirts, and he loves Olaf, so he was excited to see some of your <laughs> Christmas Olaf stuff that you had up there. Um, so we always like to start off with an icebreaker for our guests, and today's icebreaker is, what is your favorite Disney park and why? And it can be any park uh, well, anywhere around the world. <laughs> well, it has to be Disneyland, because I'm from California, I live in California, and it's just it's my home park <laughs> awesome which do you prefer than disneyland itself or california adventure uh, i prefer disneyland itself although california adventure is getting up there <laughs> that's true we haven't been out there in a couple of years so we haven't saw some of the new additions like pixar pier or anything so we're looking forward to that soon so we'd like yeah it should be Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. Um, it looks like there's some nice things, at least the food. We've heard good things about the food out there. Yeah, it's it's good. I was there for Pixar Fest this summer, and okay. it was good. I'm waiting for, for Marvel to come out. Yes, that should definitely make a big difference. Oh, we, yes. we, we have that at our house sometimes, too. So it sounds like we have some Sorry. other guests. With, that's okay. It sounds like we have some more guests with us today. That's okay. That happens for us, too. Um, before we get into a little bit more details about, our, about your business, we'd like you to just tell us a little bit about it, what products and services you offer that are connected to Disney. 
Um, so I, I mean, I just have a lot of Disney shirts, Disney Pixar Pier shirts, uh, or Pixar Pier, I'm sorry, Pixar shirts. Um, now, tell in us- the, I'm sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm, no. I'm thinking. <laughs> no, that's okay. And just tell us a little bit about some of the different ones that you have, maybe some of your favorites, or do they rotate out? How does that kind of work on your site? So one of my favorites right now is I did a mashup of Wally and The Greatest Showman. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's wow. and interesting. It's, so it's called Rewrite the Stars from that, that based off of that song. Oh, okay. And it's... It's oh my god! It's one of my favorites. It on the front, it's a very simple little heart, okay. and on the back, it has rewrite the stars that I hand calligraphied, oh, and wow. it has a little Wally and Eve. Oh my goodness! And it's it it's so cute. And in California Adventure, actually, they just painted a Wally wall. Oh my so goodness! So all my it's so cute, and all the customer photos that have been coming in over the past couple of weeks are so adorable and it's become like my favorite shirt ever (laughs) wow that's awesome and those are characters that are harder to find on anything let alone a shirt so that's always nice to be able to find something different like that exactly my boyfriend and I have we love Wally and Eve we have right above our beds Wally and Eve we have things sprinkled around our house but it's so hard to find Wally and Eve and I was like well we need to make a wall I need to make a Wally and Eve shirt and I don't know, I was listening to the soundtrack of Greatest Showman. I was like, this sounds so perfect. <laughs> sounds like a great mashup. Well, and that leads into an interesting point. Like, where do you get the inspiration to make all your awesome shirts? Because I was, you know, Vanessa showed me your page and your the photos, and it's just, they look awesome. I mean, because again, when you go to Disney World, their designs are top notch, but yours really takes it to another level. Thank you. Um, I watch a lot of movies. (laughs) 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 That's that's literally what it is. is I just, I watch the movies I've watched um, since I was very little. I grew up with Disney. I've watched them over and over and over again. Um, It probably annoys my boyfriend a little bit that I can listen to the soundtrack all the time to anything, (laughs) but I can see, I can see the movie in my head. Right. And and I'll think about it or there's a line that'll stick out to me or there's, you know, an expression in that I want to, you know, take it to another level. And so that's where. So do you have any that you just do for yourself or do you share your designs with everybody through your shop? <laughs> I share all my designs. The only, the only things that I don't really put up in my shop, I have a sister who rock climbs. Okay. And she, she has, um, uh, we I do a couple little like climbing shirts for her, and for Christmas actually I made her Pirates of the Carabiner. Oh, <laughs> oh wow, that is awesome! <laughs> oh, that sounds good. So, yeah, so actually today I posted it on my Instagram story, and it I mean I don't know much about rock climbing. Other like she wanted these cams, and I don't know what they are really, what they're used for, sure. but they have. They have them instead of the swords, and there's two little carabiners hanging off the end. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'll have to definitely check it out when we're done with you today. Yeah, so there'll probably be a picture on my Instagram page whenever she wears it. But, like, that's, that's, those are things, like, it's such a small little, like, group of people that I'm like, no one's, sure, no one's going right. to know what this is. There might is. not be a mass market <laughs> for that one, right? But it sounds like no. I'm sure your sister will love it. Oh, she, yeah, she just texted me and actually said, it looks great. <laughs> oh. 
Well, that's really interesting. And, and you know, and the next note is really what was the inspiration for you to start your business? I was planning to go to Pixar Fest, so I actually just started in June. Oh wow! You cannot so tell from your designs. Re- oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm really flattered. <laughs> And actually, you mentioned the Olaf design. Yes, I actually I drew that last Christmas. Oh my goodness! So you're able to now put it into real life then? Yeah, and that's that. That was actually hand drawn with pen and pencil. Oh and God. I have an iPad, and I I merged it into my iPad because like, oh well, I want to digitize this and make it a shirt because it's so cute, right? But yeah, it was it was something I doodled on on paper. <laughs> oh my goodness! So do Old most school. of your de- do most of your designs start that way, or do you do a lot of them digitally? How how does kind of that process work? They're all actually from my iPad. Um, okay. I got an iPad for Christmas last year, and it's the Pro, and so I got to like doodle and do all these fun little things because I hand hand calligraphy all the time. Oh my goodness! And so I was like, well, it'd be fun to kind of like put this into something and it kind of went on the back burner for a while. And that's what like started me into my shop okay. was I was going with my friend to Pixar Fest and I was like, well, she's like, I don't have any like fun shirts. I was like, oh, I have a ton <laughs> <laughs> from a bunch of different shops. And right. she ended up ordering one from one shop and then we were there for two days. I was like, well, I'll make us one. Oh my goodness. So, um, I ended up the design I wore. I re, I've redone and made it a little bit better and bigger. And hers, I haven't done much with yet. Okay, but yeah. So that kind of leads us into because you talked about how you were able to add a little bit of magic to your trip with your friend, with the two of you. Mm-hmm. How do your products, in your opinion, add Disney magic to? or can add Disney magic to our listeners' lives? What are some ways that you think that they can add some little extra magic? By, um, that's a great question. <laughs> it's, I mean, I can always remember, like, not as a little kid, but, like, going to the parks more as a teenager and as a, an adult, that you're taking a ton of pictures. You want this, you want your outfit to look good. You want a shirt to look good. Right. And that's what I love about, you know, making these fun shirts is that they can express themselves and get these great photos that really capture and create that magic to last. When you pull out that shirt from your trip later on right? and you go, oh, man, I remember this shirt and this trip we had. So it's this constant, like, remembrance of the magic that you had during the parks. Oh, most definitely. And this is a question. You know, when I go to the parks, I see so many families in the matching shirts. Do you, what percentage of your business is like the matching shirts for family trips? Um, I actually don't have many matching shirts or um, a lot of people buy a lot of matching shirts. It's more they're expressing the movie they like, the show they like. It's, It's purely like individual, which is. I think more more unique in a different way. No, totally understandable because I, there's been a, we've gone too many times to Disney, and one of the things that Vanessa has never made me do until our last trip was wear a matching <laughs> shirt, and I think I wore it for maybe I'm gonna say let's say four hours. I mean, it was um, not the most pleasant experience. I mean, it's just not my vibe, but I see some families really get into it. I myself did it because Vanessa found a nice design and it was again, our wedding. It was our vow renewal. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's just Aww. interesting because I think between the, the, the kids being tired and then the dads being forced to wear <laughs> a matching shirt, I don't know who is more miserable at the end of the day. So definitely, it, right? So Samantha has a lot better shirts that then Thank people you. can express themselves individually <laughs> rather than being forced to wear matching ones. That's what I love. Yeah. So I, I get it. As a, a person who's not a connoisseur of matching shirts, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Actually, um, I was talking to a photographer last week, and um, she was buying a bunch of shirts, and her husband wanted some designs. And I have a lot of men's designs, but they, I mean, the way I, I prop up the pictures that looks more like women's stuff. Sure. Um, but she was talking about her husband. She has three girls. And I was like, oh, my gosh, uh, we should make a shirt for your husband that says surrounded by princesses. Oh my and all God. you girls that can wear. Awesome. Right? That sounds so, so great. So we, I was like, okay. So I sent them all. They all picked out their princesses that they love. He has his surrounded by princesses shirt. So in the next couple of weeks, I'll have like pictures for that. And then that'll be ended up. That'll go up on the site as well. Oh, we'll definitely keep an eye out for that one. That's sure. for sure. And then just some, so, some unsolicited advice. Cause I go into every gift shop i'm always looking for shirts and i don't have as many disney shirts as i want because the the designs are so busy so if you could just focus on something that just has a nicer you know thread count maybe a little heavier sweatshirt but just is more of a minimal feel for men i you know that's an area that you you go into the parks and just there's been times where i've walked out i've had the money i wanted to buy a sweatshirt but i just want something pretty simple and it seems like they've just trended away from that yes and actually um a lot of my Harry Potter girls actually have said that to me is that they like my simpler design. Yes, yes. The, it's not not busy and not crazy, um, and that's what I try to bring into the Disney ones as well. I have a lot of front and back designs because I I personally don't wear a lot of things with a lot of crazy things on the front. Right. But I love I love the things on the back, which is why the Wally shirt has all the writing on the back, but something very simple on the front. And, I mean, that can go with men's. That's why this actually can't show you the picture right now, but there's a, my Surrounded by Princesses shirt is literally just, it's just plain font, nothing crazy on it. It's just extremely simple because I do know that men like very simple designs. Well, we'll definitely be looking out for something for Chris then. Definitely. And then <laughs> yes. also too, uh, you know, and knowing because your product is so unique and then it, you probably, you know, I would think keep inventories rather thin just to maintain the quality. If I'm going to be going to a trip, how soon should I be ordering my shirt from you for my family? I would say safely about a week and a half to two weeks before your trip. Okay, perfect. In- yes. Just in case. And do you, it sounds like, because like with that story you told us about the family, do you do custom things then sometimes? Or is that more, doesn't happen very frequently, you more push what you have on your shop? Um, I'm totally open to customs. Uh, If you just email me or reach out through Instagram, I've done that multiple times. It was just, I was, she was asking some questions about some shirts and I didn't have uh, a like solid men's design, sure. and I came with that up with that thing up on the spot, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that'd be so cute to just <laughs> you know send you. Right. That'd be adorable." So it was just, so. Sometimes I have just a harebrained idea that pops up. <laughs> no, it sounds like a good idea, and that's for sure. <laughs> and it sometimes works, and it's. I mean, I love it, and I've done. I've had 
people locally reach out to me and say they wanted something for their kids for their birthday party. Sure. Like, I think someone had, like, a Toy Story birthday party. Okay. So they wanted something, like, with the Toy Story lettering and how to incorporate little pieces into that. So, yeah. That is awesome. And I, if you could, please, just for the people who want to buy a, a very unique shirt so they stand out in a crowd their next trip to Disney, please tell us, where, where can people find you online? So it's endearingboutique.com, and endearing is spelled E-N-D-E-E-R-I-N-G, because I love play on words. Yes. <laughs> That's why there's antlers in my logo. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm on Instagram at endearingboutique.com, or endearingboutique, sorry. <laughs> yes, we yes. Perfect. And we will make sure to put all of those links in our show notes as well and yes. share some photos from some of the pictures and things that you sent to us. We really appreciate you taking time today to share with us about your business and about your shirts and a little bit about your experiences. It's been great having you on with us today. Thank you. And then just, just in closing, yeah, Samantha, you. Oh, sorry, excuse me. It's just I, my urge to the listeners is stand out in the crowd most be different i mean the nice thing about you know if you look at you know there's just so many shirts you see one shirt so many people wearing go to samantha's facebook page go to her instagram buy a shirt that where you stand out in those big crowds and have people ask you where you got that shirt and tell them endearing boutique most definitely thank you again samantha thank you for having me it was so great to have Samantha on the show, and now we're excited to kind of move into some of our favorite segments. The first, of course, is Chris's two-minute trivia, so let's hear from him and see what sort of questions he came up with for this episode. Awesome, Vanessa. You know, the focus of today's show was about photos in the park. Right. On the busiest days, how many photos do the photo pass photographers take on a day throughout Disney? Does this include all four parks? All four parks. The average number, what they estimate to be the rough number of, of photos taken per day. And it's a lot. It's in the thousands. 75,000. 200,000 photos per day on the busier days wow. in the park. I almost said 225,000. I'm like, that's way too many. No, it was. You'd have wow. been closer. Yeah, isn't that something? Wow, that is crazy. I wonder if that number will go down now that they're starting to have those, like, robotic photo passings instead of people. That'll change it all. I got another quick question for you. Okay. In the Lost and Found, how many digital cameras are turned into Lost and Found on a, in a yearly basis? A yearly basis? 9,000. You're close. They, they estimate in the years it's been roughly 6,000 digital cameras that are lost per year. Wow. And if you do ever lose anything, you can contact Disney Lost and Found. They will get you. You can typically track down some of your things. They are good about that sort of thing. So last but not least, one of my favorite parts of the show is our Wisdom from Walt quote. And all of the sites we mentioned today are walls or icons. But really what makes them special is the photos and the people that gather in front of those those icons to be able to take those pictures and save savor those memories for years to come. So that kind of ties into the quote that I have for today. You can design and create and build the most wonderful place in the world, but it takes people to make a dream a reality. So again, that's another wonderful quote from Walt Disney. We are so 
appreciative to be able to um, share our experiences, share from our guests, and also be able to just connect with all of you in our audience. And if you by chance know someone or you yourself are a vendor and would like to be a guest on a future episode of the Diz Love podcast with Vanessa and Chris, please reach out to us through social media, through Facebook or Instagram. You can also email us at dislovewithvanessaandchris at gmail.com. We'll put all that information in our show notes. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. Have a great day. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.